0: Hey there Hoops fans, how you doing? It's your boy Jonathan Macri with you um, and with my co-host here,
1: Adam Taylor. What's up, Adam? Namaste. How's everybody doing today? (laughs) Doing good. Um, So we're coming at you courtesy of
0: OddsChecker. OddsChecker US, actually, because OddsChecker is all over the world. They are um, one of the uh, premier... um, wagering uh wagering sites i guess would that be the way to say it? um and uh yeah they have they have asked us so kindly myself and adam here to come on and talk a little nba basketball we were we were we were joking around for
1: with some possible names for whatever this is going to be adam do you want to say the name that you came up with i think it should be what are the odds i think it should be what are the odds i feel empowered by this i do What are the odds that the two of us would find ourselves back here yet again?
0: This is, I think third time is the charm because we've given a couple pods a shot. Um, Not that we haven't had a blast doing them, but schedules being what they are, but we're, we're giving it another go around. So um, here's the deal. We are going to be coming at you over the next several weeks um, talking about the NBA playoffs. And um, if there is an opportunity to comment on a, a wager or uh, or a you know a prop bet or something of that nature, which looks interesting. Well, we will we will let you know that, um, won't we? Adam?
1: <laughs> we will indeed.
0: We will indeed. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, so we are full disclosure. We're recording this um, on the Friday before the playoffs actually begin. So not only have none of the game ones been taken uh, or have taken place yet, um, but Memphis um, Golden State has not taken place. So we will we will not be talking uh, too much about the 1-8 matchup in the West, but that still leaves seven other matchups to spend a lot of time on. And uh, we definitely have some thoughts and opinions on those. Um, I, know which,
1: I know which series that I would like. Well, let me turn it to you. What series would you like to start with? Well, Mr. Macri, as people can see in the background, there is a large amount of Knicks memorabilia. And the Knicks are in the playoffs, they are in the playoffs. It's like Haley's Comet once every 45 to 50 years. Um, I feel like we we need to at least address this first because we don't know if we'll ever get the chance to do it again, whether that be for Odds Checker or for ESPN, whoever wants to give us a shot, right? To but, talk about Knicks playoff basketball, yeah. yeah. So, I want to start there, man. So, first of all, congratulations! I think, um, I think what you guys have done this year has been Absolutely wonderful. I, I genuinely believe you've been behind most of the locker room motivation. Well,
0: I actually – so I actually think you deserve credit because we potted together uh, before the Knicks went and, and won, uh, I believe it was three their last three games at home. I think that's when we, when we had our pod. Um, so all credit to you for making this happen. Um, I have spoken a lot about uh, the Knicks' chances um, in this series. I think this is going to be – in short – I think this is going to be a really difficult series. I have looked at it uh, 10 ways from, from Sunday. Um, I cannot, for the life of me, come up with an argument as to why the Knicks are going to like steamroll the Hawks in this series. Um, the Hawks are <laughs> really good. Um, the Knicks are, are by no means a perfect team. Um, I, I think the thing that I'm kind of wondering about the most is are there, and we could say the same thing about every series. Are there tricks that Tibbs has not yet pulled out of his bag that where it's going to be game one or be like, oh my goodness, where has this been? Um, but you know, like I don't know. For example, Trey Young is on the basketball court. Um, Trey Young is someone that can be taken advantage of if you have the right personnel. We have someone who is um in the running for six man of the year that has some experience um, bullying smaller guards and taking them into the post when he gets an opportunity to do so. I'm talking, of course, about Derrick Rose. Like, you know, do we see them trying to target um Trey Young? I don't know, but but that's my biggest thing is I'm wondering what are the unknowns that we haven't seen yet that you know a good coach like Tibbs is going to pull out. What are you What are you looking for with this series?
1: Yeah, for me, I think it's all going to come down to how good New York have been defensively and okay. being able to find that continuity through the season, through the up- postseason. So, look, man, when you're looking at a team like Atlanta, with so, and I remember one of your biggest concerns with Atlanta coming into the season was the amount of mouths they had to feed and the amount of touches required to get everybody involved in the game. Hundred um, percent. I think that um, Lloyd Pierce struggled to figure that out. I think Nate McMillan's done a better job of finding that equilibrium. And... Helped by
0: injuries, by the way. It, oh, it, yeah. so, so th- this is one of those situations where it's like guys not being healthy at the same time, you could argue, has actually been a good thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, one of the things I've said all, um, for the last few weeks is this was the worst season in the world to have a top-heavy roster. Yeah. Depth is what's a kind of won out this year. Um, I genuinely believe that... New York's defense and the fact that, like you say, you can pick on Trey Young. I think um, you can pick on Gallo a little bit as well if you want to try and get some mismatches and beat him off the dribble. His he's aging, his mobility isn't really there. So there's definitely areas to exploit, but it's how good your defense has been. The fact that you're, um, I think you're first in the league in limiting three-point conversion. Yes. So you're not limiting the attempts, but you're actually limiting them from falling through the bucket. So, you know, you can shoot as much as you want, but if it's not going in, Stop which is
0: which is the thing that everybody has been saying all season is going to fall back down to earth. And it hasn't yet. And it's been 72 games. And I have no reason to think it's going to now. They they compete. They may, as Tibbs would say, they make multiple efforts to get out on these three-point shooters. I'm not as concerned about that. When you talk about the defense, I'm more concerned about um, Clint Capella and the fact that the Knicks with Mitchell Robinson hurt, who I know you like Mitch a lot, don't really have anyone to throw at Capella to really slow him, and and not that Capella's like a post-up guy, but just on these pick-and-rolls with Trey Young, and then you look at the fact that, well, New York is very stout in the middle of their defense in terms of the wings, right? Bullock, um, RJ, um, Randall has been very good defensively. You know, Noel, for as many highlight plays as he has, has his limitations, and they really don't have that stopper defensive guard. I mean, Rose, quickly, um, we don't need to talk about Alfred Payton, um, but so, I mean, for all those reasons, it's like you're looking at some of the wagers that are available for this series. I, there's none that, like, jump out to me as being, like, super, super obvious other than, for me, plus 175 that the series goes seven games, I think is pretty good value. And if you believe that the Knicks really do have what it takes, to me, you could get, I think it's plus 450 on on the Knicks and seven. Um, and even if you wanted to split, like I'm looking at this series, I there are some series I think eh, maybe it's a sweep, maybe it goes to five games. There's no way I could imagine this series going anything less than six games. And you can get plus 450 Knicks and six, pl- pl- plus 450 Knicks and seven. Um, split the difference, bet them both if you really think the Knicks are going to win. But again,
1: that's you know, the Hawks are a really good team. Well, anything stand out to you for this? For me, I've kind of looked at it as who's going to have the most attention put on them. So in, in that sense, when you're looking at points leaders for the entire series, I think Trey yeah. Young is always going to be your most obvious bet. But yeah. coming up against a team with the defense of um, New York, one thing I will say before I go into the prop bet is I think if New York want to really make a run at this and make it more than a competitive series and actually take it by the scruff of the neck, they wouldn't be... Too far rung. Looking at Miami's inverted zone that they ran last year in the playoffs it's due to the length, and that that would be the way that you could limit Capella because he'd have to deal with the three bigs um, at the initial point of the pick and roll rather than when he's already downhill. So That's I think that could that could be an interesting way to limit him. But I do like as a long shot. Obviously, you need to have some that you know they make you feel a bit good if they hit. You know the little the little camber shuffle, just for fun, just for fun. Yeah, dude, I like um. Bogdan Bogan Bogdanovich at plus 5,000 to leave the series in points. That's not crazy. No, because Julius Randle's going to have a ton of attention on him. Um, Trey Young, as I've just said, is going to have a bunch of attention on him. And Bogdanovich is just a lights out scorer. There's a way, there's a world where they have to rely on his floor spacing to generate offense, secondary offense for Trey Young. The the values
0: there, I would just be worried about. He's a guy that I could see having a couple single digit scoring games in the series, whereas you're not going to get that with Randall. You're not going to get that with Trey Young. Um, I almost like like to me Capella um, at I think it's plus twenty thousand. Um, like to <laughs> me, that's almost more interesting because again, I don't know. I don't know that the Knicks are, have a great answer for him, but we'll see. Maybe I, if the Knicks pulled out a zone in the series, I would have a lot of respect for them. If
1: Bogdanovich finishes this series as points leader, I expect to have the nickname Hawkeye anointed to me. <laughs> I think we could do that. <laughs> um, so, do you, uh, okay. Uh, you went that
0: way. I want to take us out west before we bring it back east to your to your Celtics. Um, I find personally, and we've spent a lot of time talking about um, the Mavs um, and Luca and some other people on their team. I think the Clippers-Mavericks series is fascinating because I think everybody just. I, I, there, it seems like there's two schools of thought right now in the NBA uh, you know, t- t- Twitter sphere, or maybe like maybe that's Twitter sphere, but like people who are who, are, who get paid to talk about uh, this stuff. Um, a, everybody's sleeping on the Clippers, and like they went through what they went through last year. They have a better coach, a coach who understands the players better. This, that, and the other thing. We're sleeping on them. They're they should be the favorite, the clear favorite to come out of the West, if not the whole win the whole thing, and then. The other side of the coin, which I think is getting less attention, is like Luca's. Luca's Luca, and Luca's really good. And the Mavs started off the year eight and fourteen. And um uh, Nick fans everywhere, myself included, we're having a little, a little uh, open, opening the uh, the old the old champagne bottles a little too early because we own their draft pick. <laughs> um, and then, no, and then from that point forward, they they showed us what they really are, and they, you know, they were injured, us didn't have a good year, and they still ended up where they ended up. I... I don't know. I'm... This series really interests me, and if, if this was, like, 2-2 after four games, would you be surprised in the least? Because I wouldn't.
1: No, not at all. The question that I asked myself, and I went back and forth on this for a while, once I saw that the Clippers and the Mavs were going to be matching up, and you could see it happening, but... Who is the best player in that series? See, I think it's Luca. You see, now I do too, but there was a part of me that felt like I was disrespecting Kawhi for that because Kawhi is so good.
0: I mentioned this on my pod, I think, the other day. You remember when, you know, so Larry Bird had won three MVPs. You, I believe you know something of Mr. Bird. Um, and then they played the... Um, the Jordans, I think it was his second year bulls in the, in the playoffs. And, um, you know, that's when we got the, you know, that's God disguised as Michael Jordan quote after Jordan put up 63, there was a changing of the guard there where one of a guy who was one of the greatest players in the game looked at that guy and was like, Oh, okay. He's, he's playing a different sport. And I feel like, are we at the end of this series going to get Kawhi looking at Luca being like, man, I tried, I couldn't do anything against that guy.
1: I don't know. This is where I've kind of been going backwards and forwards because early in the playoffs, I always feel like the team with the best best individual talent generally has the best opportunity to win. Usually, yeah. Um, obviously, the deeper you get, the more it becomes collective rather than individual. Um, but this is a matchup I could have easily envision being a second round or um, a conference finals matchup at the same point, just because of the talent. Sure. Uh, I think that genuinely, I do think that this is going to be one, ga- uh, one year too early for the Mavs. I like Jalen Brunson. I like, you know, I'm all right with Paul Zingas. I, I do too. I, I think Hardaway Jr. has been solid since he moved out to Dallas. But I just think that there's so much talent and depth on that Clippers roster. That there is. It's disingenuous to look past them, even though Dallas have had so many injury issues. And I think Rick Carlisle's a fantastic coach. Um, I just don't think it's this year. I think it's one year too soon for this team. Um, you could get even money on Doncic as the leading scorer in the
0: series, which I think is a little crazy because if you look at the leading scorer props for a lot of the other series, you're, you're, you're under that. You're, you're under even odds. The other one that I would kind of look at is like, if you, again, if you want to put your money where your mouth is and you think Dallas could win the series, get plus 900 Dallas and seven. Um, And then, or sorry, uh, plus 900 Dallas and seven. What I meant to say was plus, um, Plus a thousand, thousand six, which maybe is a little bit much. But you figure, eh, maybe they can win it at home. I don't know. That's probably a little aggressive for me. I think the way I would go it, if I was going to play as a series bet, Clippers and seven is plus four hundred. Kind of like that. I, I just, I would not be surprised at all. Because think about it. If you think that the series will start out two two,
1: which I really do think the series is going to start out two two,
0: you figure at that point it's probably going to get to seven
1: games, right? I, I'm. I don't know. I've got it wrote down that I've got Dallas if they're gonna surprise everybody taking them in a game seven at plus nine hundred is probably your best option.
0: I, yeah, yeah, I, it's it's an interesting series. Um, I like it. Okay, let's talk about them. Um, your Boston Celtics did not perhaps have the series or uh, excuse me the the season. They haven't yet not had the series. Maybe they will not have the series, but they have not had the season that many <laughs> expected them to. Um, the uh, they, they obviously play the Nets. The Nets are uh, allegedly healthy. Um, I it feels wrong to predict a steamrolling here because of like there is Celtic pride, right? That's a that's a thing, right, Adam? That's a, a Celtic pride is a thing.
1: Before this year, yeah, this year it's been Celtics <laughs> so, that, negativity, dude. So,
0: but that doesn't go, but I mean, in all seriousness, that shouldn't, that doesn't disappear in a year.
1: No, I think that the fans are going to help, but um, the Jalen Brown injury for me, huge. Yeah, Massive. ridiculously big. Um, I don't know if you saw what I tweeted out earlier. I can't, well, it was a retweet and I just put my thoughts on top of it. In Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, the Celtics have two of the top five guys for coast to coast buckets this year, and the Celtics. Okay. Tatum and then Brown. Yeah, uh, just for argument's sake, Giannis led the league in coast-to-coast buckets. That makes sense. Um, makes sense. But it did, did opportunities to play faster and to get some runouts on the nets and put pressure on their really really bad defense has just been halved because now you're relying on Tatum and Tatum's going to have more playmaking responsibilities and this yeah. and that. I just think that this is. It's a step to it's again for me. This just isn't the best matchup for Boston. I think there's a world where you can do it, you got to punch these guys in the mouth early. Um, I just don't like where,
0: where's the formula? And I mean, and this is a larger conversation about, and I guess we could talk about it really briefly. Like, what's the formula for beating the Nets? Like, why, why does it not make sense to just jump on the Nets to win the whole thing? Which you could still, you know, the, you could get. Decent odds. I'll look them up right now. Actually, as we're
1: talking. So my my best idea so far, if you watch the way the Celtics played the Wizards in that playing game and the way they limited Russell Westbrook's playmaking ability and shot creation ability, yeah, uh, you need to do that on James Harden from the get-go. And then you need to decide which one of KD or Kyrie you're you're willing to let beat you and luck the other guy down. But then you've got Joe Harris, Blake Griffin. It's just, just too much
0: depth. It, it's funny the the Griffin thing. Everybody laughed at how big of a deal you know people who haven't watched the nba in the last five years were making it and at the same <laughs> time i know but i think that was an over an extension um because he he does make a difference for them and he's another guy oh, huge. Like jeff green another guy um you know we haven't even mentioned bruce brown another like they have they've assembled a really good team no throw joke guys. dude yeah, hey, Mike. Hey, listen. Five minutes off the bench, could I give you a couple buckets. I just, you know, I'm staring at their. their okay, so their um, odds to win the whole thing is is essentially two and a half to one. Um, uh, boy, like, do you, is it? A part of me feels like if they smell blood in the water, maybe they like a, a Boston sweep, or excuse me, a Brooklyn sweep. It's
1: plus two seventy five. That's like, I'm getting almost 3-1. to Uh, I've got it as a gentleman sweep. I think Boston still won, just out of that pride that you're talking about. But honestly, a sweep to me just sounds so likely. Does it really? Yeah. You've covered the team all year, so you would know better than me. Honestly, the, the way the team has been and how inconsistent they've been and how they haven't responded to adversity all year. But they, they did put up a really
0: nice effort against the Wizards in the playing game. They did but actually on the be, last- Let's
1: be fair, though. Let's be fair. It's the Wizards.
0: Well, I, yes, I get that. But even on the last day of the season, when they played us, when they played the Knicks, um, it was a, it was your C squad, and there was like there was pride there. Those guys
1: went out and they played hard. They played the way they were supposed to play. It wasn't you know Knicks didn't play the see, so game. I spoke about that. So my outlook on that was everyone on the floor at that moment, that C team, was either playing for their NBA future. No, that's true. Yeah. Or they were playing for rotation minutes. So they weren't playing with pride for the no, that's, Celtics. That's fair. A lot of individual agendas were on the market there.
0: Um yeah, um scoring leaders for the series. You get you get more better than ten to one on Harden, which is interesting. I'm taking um, Walker again and
1: going Campbell Walker. Wow. Yeah, see, uh, I, it, I one I, fact plus eleven 1, hundred because there's gonna be not, so yeah, dude. They, it's not that crazy. Not that crazy. Yeah, no, I've no, got a feeling crazy. this is where Kemba shows shows up. Okay. Um no, it's not
0: nuts. All right, let's um <laughs> let's move to another one. I believe it is uh, is it your uh, you you pick the next one? We'll, we'll we'll go from there. I want to talk about the Lakers, dude. Who? Why would a Celtics p- person who writes about the Celtics ever want to talk about the Lakers? Why would you want to do this to yourself? Because um, they interest me. They perplex me. I just I don't know. So they look like shit. I don't. Am I allowed to curse on here? I don't even know. I don't right.
1: know. I don't
0: know. Sorry about that. If I'm not. Um. They, they did not look good for a half um against the Warriors. and um you know this this may be moot after they come out and they you know smoke the suns in the first game of the series um but i just i don't know is like we all just expect the switch to be there right and for them to just
1: click on right and Do you know uh, what it is for me what it's, they've been injured for most of the year They've like even not had LeBron, not had uh, Ad, not yeah, had but both so of the Nets. We didn't think that was a problem with. I don't personally think that's a big issue with the Nets, but no. But what, what I'm alluding to is even with all those injuries, they still led the league in defense. So what yes. happens when you add those pieces back? Excellent. That was where I, yeah, that was where I was getting to. That's they're, a good, that's a great point. They're 24th in the league in scoring. That's evidently completely skewed. Um, yeah, but, but we, that, do we really do we really think they're not going to be able to? but like, well, this or, is what i'm saying it's yeah. all the like when you look at the injuries they've still managed to lead the league in defense yeah and their offense is only going to get better now that brun and ad are back and as they start to get more of a rhythm again uh, i just think that the lake this is why they perplex me because they've basically played possum all year and now they're about to you know like hunger it's going to strike if i knew for sure and and listen i'm
0: not this is not anything revelatory here if anybody knew for sure that they were going to see the version of lebron that we were accustomed to seeing for the last how many years is i've lost track at this point 16 17 years and you look at lakers minus 150 you're like like okay so we know like do we really think lebron james and anthony davis are going to get eliminated in the first round of the playoffs and like those are the odds we're getting but then I, th- I feel like there's other people who are going to look at this and like, wait a minute, you're giving me odds on the on the two seed here against a team that looked like crap and wouldn't have beaten the Warriors had the Warriors not thrown the ball all, all over the court uh, in the beginning of the third quarter and, like, basically blew that game? I just – I don't <laughs> – I, I probably shouldn't say this on a betting podcast, but to me this series is a is a big stay away, um, you know, unless, unless you're just like – There's 70-odd years of NBA history that tell us when you put the best player or a couple of the best players in the league on the court for the same team at the same time, and they're playing a team that doesn't have another one or two of the best players in the league, like, don't overthink it. So,
1: I don't know. For me, I like plus five. I like uh, so, sorry, so I oh, like five, so I the like five goes games. Yeah, more yep. than five games. Yeah, five no four five games. I see it going five. I see it being a gentleman's sweep at plus two fifty. Mm. That that's my best option here. See, I, I wouldn't think... do that.
0: You could tell me the Lakers won in four. You could tell me the Lakers won in seven, and I have I I have zero conviction about which of those two things I believe more to be. Oh, true. for real? You... None whatsoever. I I actually uh, part of me actually thinks this
1: will be a longer series see, I've got a feeling they're just going to make light work of, light work of Phoenix. Because the first thing I thought when I saw this happen was like, man, Phoenix had like an amazing year. We saw all the jokes, post a picture of the last time the, the Suns yeah. were in the playoffs. And now they've just come into a, a series where they're, they're candidates to get swept early. I think the, 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 the Suns have been great, but I just don't think they've got the size to combat so, what the lakers can do well that's interesting because um
0: zach Lowe and um david thorpe were talking about this on on zach's pod about the the sons are going to trot out a rather small team after deandre Ayton because of, of crowder and mccall bridges in the starting lineup probably unless they switch it up i'm more in line with like you know it's it's kind of like tibbs with the knicks right you have such an advantage in the regular season because he has the guy so ready and so amped up to play. Similar with Chris Paul, he like you can't take a night off if you're playing on Chris Paul's team. You have to bring it every night, and they, the Suns never took any nights off. Um, I just I, I i wonder if that's disrespectful to that team. Here's the last thing I'll say. There they they beat you in a way that is not over the top in your face where, you know, when you lose to like, for me, at least this, this season, like watching when Denver gets going, right. Or watching when Brooklyn gets going, like when those teams really get after it, you're like, holy crap, no one's going to beat these teams. These guys are unstoppable. I don't feel like the, the, the sun's maybe not that they don't have that gear, but it never looks like... It's, like, deceptive. Like, you might be down by 25, but you're still asking yourself, like, how are we down by 25 right now?
1: Yeah, and it's a very me- methodical... It is. That's a great sense. word. It, well, it's very methodical. That's a great word to describe Chris Paul. Um, yeah, to be fair. Uh, I just yeah. think that is great, and methodical works, and it's going to get you great seeding. It's going to generally, if you're, you know, in a season that just hasn't been put through a blender and thrown into God knows where Hellfire... <laughs> <laughs> then you don't end up with the Lakers in the first series and you can go on a deep run. But I I just think that arrested LeBron, arrested AD, and the depth and size yeah. that the Lakers have, yeah, uh, I think that they're just going to want to make light work of them. And unfortunately, I think where you're saying we're not sure if Phoenix have that switch to another gear, I think the Lakers have two or three gears they can kind of get through
0: it's not crazy um again considering just how badly they played the other night you could you could look at that two ways so, for the record i
1: really don't like the lakers as a franchise so me being very par- <laughs> I, me talking I about them in this manner means i genuinely believe this um no i know um
0: okay let's hit a couple other ones real quick we we of course as as the two of us are famous for doing have gone already over our allotted time um I don't know. that. Like I said, we weren't going to talk about the Jazz uh, because we don't know, as of right now, who they're playing yet. I don't know what really needs to be said about Sixers-Wizards um, other than, you know, it w- wouldn't shock me if the Wizards stole a couple games of that series because I just don't know that I trust Philly yet. Um, do you trust Philly? I feel like I, like I want to trust Philly. I don't trust Philly, though.
1: I think Philly needs to trust Fible. In that series just because of the oh. youth and speed and defense that he brings. And that's if they want any, I think that five needs to get a minute's increase to just to help Philly kind of deal with the, the onslaught of um transition baskets they're well, going to have to face.
0: That's a gr- so again, thinking long term of on the playoffs, like isn't their ability to put Diable and Simmons and Embiid on the court at the same time. Like, doesn't it make too much sense that that's the way they beat the Nets? If assume assuming they get
1: to the Eastern Conference Finals, because oh man, no team matches up with Brooklyn better than Philadelphia, in my opinion. Like, that's to me why, if you're
0: again, if you're looking at longer term wagers, the fact that you could get, um, what is it, fifteen to two? I think right now on the Sixers to win the whole thing. Like, does any put this way? Look, uh, I would love nothing more than for the Knicks to surprise, shock the world to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, Do I think that that's likely to happen? No, I don't. So if you think the Sixers are getting to the East Finals, and if you think that they can beat Brooklyn, do you really think if they beat Brooklyn and make it to the finals, they're going to lose in the finals? To me, it's like, it's, it's almost like the 15 to two is like, do you think they can beat Brooklyn? And I don't, I, man, they, so I, to your point, I'm very curious to see how much they deployed
1: Thibault just as a way to, you know, test the waters. Uh, yeah, you it, you need, it's how you stymie guys, especially like yeah. you? You know that to beat Brooklyn, you need to deal with Harden as a as a facilitator. Yes. So asking Fible to deal with one of the best transition facilitators in the league in Russell Westbrook yeah. put, is really good a, a good barometer to see how he's going to deal with. Harden. Now, obviously, Harden's a huge upgrade over Westbrook in terms of self-creation well, off the bounce. Y- yes, he is, but Dealing with Westbrook, look, say what you want, but
0: I'm not a fan of his game and he makes a lot of stupid mistakes. Still being able to like stay in front of that dude and contain oh, him. Oh man, that's is, a challenge,
1: it's, it's dude. It's a challenge. A I do want to say as well, I said, I don't think, I did say, I don't think any team matches up with Brooklyn better than Philly, You're and right. that is in the Eastern Conference. I do think that Lakers are because of their size and length. Well, those two teams are the guys that are going to match up great, but I think sure. Phil, I, I genuinely think taking a run at Philly to come out of the East isn't bad money. No. However, there's another team in the East that has been slept on that has been the Clippers of the East, and that's the Bucks dude. And I think the Milwaukee Bucks have been disrespected all season and they've been really solid.
0: So I was looking at that series too, just we'll do it real quick. It's the um I not only do I like the Bucks in that series, I think if there's a chance that we're all sitting here a week and a half from now, and again, this may look silly after this weekend or maybe not cuz i can even see them losing game 1 and then being able to do this like they should wipe the floor with miami i know that may be sacrilegious and and disrespectful to what to the heat culture and what miami is built and jimmy butler and the whole thing but like
1: come on the bucks should win this series easily right you'd expect so right i mean but Miami are another team that have had their fair share of injuries and the but they're the, healthy now and they're shooting yeah, it well now. Jimmy Butler is good but d- d- at the end of the day you go again it's the best player in a series this early in the playoffs generally they should prevail. And Drew Holiday and Brim Forbes have added some great space and Bobby Portis man I don't know what's happened to this dude. He's turned from like absolute well, listen, joke in New York and he's come hawk
0: he, dude because he eliminated all of the nonsense from his game. He just does what he's told to do, very simple. Stand out there, hit your shoot your threes, hit hopefully a decent number of your threes. I like you, big Bryn Forbes fan. I uh his no I saw his name because I was looking at like since um, January something or other. And for him, it's probably the whole year because I was d- sorting stats for Barrett. Like certain amount of attempts, um, who has the highest conversion rate for threes in the league? And Forbes is right up there. Like he, the dude just nails everything.
1: Oh, dude, I think Forbes is fantastic. Honestly, I think he was like such a low key pickup for them because yeah. there was so much fanfare around obtaining Drew Holiday, and and then Brim Forbes kind of came in under the radar. And uh, yeah. the spacing he gives in the room, he he affords someone like Giannis downhill. It's, it's crazy, dude. I just I think that Bam is one of the better options to guard Giannis. Yeah, maybe, you know, of course, yeah, but. There's just too much there. I just think there's too much in the tank. But then again, Miami, uh, to me, they have the best coach in the league right now. Uh, the most innovative innovative. Not right coaching. now. He's the best coach in the league. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. But, you know, they're the yeah. most innovative. Um, I think there's a world where they could, and Holzer is notoriously bad at adjusting in the playoffs. So uh, there is a world where it could go the other way and Miami come through. I actually took a little look at the numbers here i do like milwaukee in seven at plus 400 i like milwaukee in five you like them in five i like them in five but oh, again i don't love i don't love the, don't love the value there respect
0: i don't i don't love the value there i um i actually honestly i don't really i'm not crazy about any of the value in this series um Gian, is to lead the series is points it's like you're 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 paying uh six six bucks to win a buck um <laughs> and so that's that yeah that's probably not where it's at Middleton yeah. plus plus 1200 to lead to lead uh the series in scoring I actually don't hate that even though he hasn't had um not that he's had a bad year but he hasn't had I think a customary Chris Middleton year um it's an interesting series um but I, I think I like Milwaukee and then the only one we haven't talked about is Denver Portland um I'm excited to see what happens I think um you know the fact that the, the winner of the series is is going to have to face the winner of um, Phoenix and LA. It's like it takes some of the excitement away, I think, from the series because you figure whoever emerges from that Los Angeles-Phoenix uh, series is going to probably win this. But then that makes me think we're not giving proper respect to the guy who um, should be the unanimous MVP this year in, in Jokic. And, like, if I'm looking at, again – I, I, I don't. This is not the series that I'm. I probably am gonna bet on, but just longer term odds. Um, you get thirty to one odds on the Nuggets to win the whole damn thing. Which but that's
1: still, if Jamal Murray wasn't that, dude, I think. I, yeah, be, but that's but that's why they're thirty to
0: one and yeah, not like that. three to one because I think if Jamal Murray was ha- was healthy, they're I could I I could I would have I would have I, I would I think I, would, I said this I would have picked them um just because I think they were playing so well, but like man. I know Barton's not really healthy either, but I just. Jokic is. It's just sort of different.
1: Yeah, the Porter's been fantastic this year. And so got, much fun they to they watch. They got Gordon. It's like it's a
0: deep team. They got different guys to throw out there. Um, I don't know. I it's No I've, love
1: for Carmelo Anthony. No love for your former Nick. Coming after that. I'm not the saying I have, have no love for up.
0: him. I'm just, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think this is the series for him. I don't think this is the se- series for Enes Cantor, former Nick, former Celtic. Um, no series is the series for Enes Kanter. Well, I was trying to be kind. Um oh, man, no, you, could, you get plus 1,400 for a Denver sweep. And it's
1: not like we haven't seen Portland swept out of the playoffs before.
0: Do you think, Just, um,
1: so how many games do you think this goes? I've got it going to six at plus 190. Again, you could tell me this series goes is a... The only thing that would shock me is if Portland
0: won this in like four or five games. I think if yeah. you told me Portland six, Portland seven, Denver six, Denver seven, I I actually I think Denver has a, there's a possibility Denver just wipes
1: the floor with Portland. Um, Nurkic makes this such an interesting matchup between Jokic and Nurkic.
0: Yeah, but I just for I, that
1: size, dude. Just for like you know Jokic is slower and he, he I just don't be... I don't think you could stop Jokic. I think he's. I think he's. Good. how that to Grant Williams, dude? Grant Williams played Jokic <laughs> off the floor the other week. I'll have to go back and watch that tape. Um Okay. Seriously. I no. I, I I listen. Maybe maybe I'm giving him too much credit. I just nah, I've dude, seen that Jokic was on the back on, on the start of a back to back. He got sat, be- no, but seriously, watch that game because you'll see. I will. I will. Um, I'm. I don't know.
0: I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what Denver could still do. And I have a funny feeling if there's one team that we don't think we're going to be talking about coming out of round one, um, coming out of round one, I, I would put my money on Denver. That's you just my, my two cents.
1: If we look back to last year and how many times they looked like they were dead in the water and then found a way to come back and win the series... Uh, you 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 just cannot write Denver off at all. They just they have that resiliency and that switch that they can kind of flip. Obviously, Jamal Murray was a huge part of that, but I for think sure. Aaron, Aaron Gordon fills some of that scoring for you. That now Murray's gone down, it's kind of it's not the same type of scoring, and it's a completely different f- version of offense you need to run. But um, Denver is still scary, dude. Uh, I'm not I, I'm not joking when I say Denver. Denver are a team that could really give someone nightmares.
0: They're they're good enough. Um, all right, this was fun. Um, so everybody listening, um, if you uh, want to go, you know, test your test your luck on any of this stuff, just go to oddschecker.com/slash-us um, uh, if uh, if you are indeed listening to this in the United States of America. Um, but yeah, just oddschecker.com, and then um, you could also follow me and Adam. I'm at uh, JC Macri MBA. Um Adam, your Twitter is
1: I'm offended at adam taylor nba i was about
0: to say i think it's adam taylor nba right yes it is uh good sir we, we've made that joke before yes. um all right uh, on that note uh everybody uh enjoy the playoffs and we will be back with you uh in a week adios <laughs>